Welcome to another episode here at Hack Your Finances, where we talk all things personal finance, talking about money with a fresh and brand new perspective in ways that I hope challenges you, encourages you, and helps you live a beautiful, generous, and abundant life. And uh, today, our podcast, we're going to be diving into oh something that is very difficult. Um, it is the ability to change, the challenge of changing um, the challenge of breaking habits. I love this topic when it comes to our finances and when it comes to our financial journey. Um, and really in our lives, I mean, I think that our habits are one of the things that uh, is like the undercurrent and the undertone of 90% of our decision making. I'm trying to remember the stat that I read the other day, but it was like, 80 to 85% of the decisions we make on a daily basis are literally just autopilot decisions that have already been established through our habits. And when I think about that applying to our decisions and our just daily life, I can only imagine how much that applies to our finances, that we think about this concept of, of our habits. And I found that um, for most of us, including myself, uh, we all have those habits that we're like, Oh, I wish I could change that. I wish I could just change the the like the fact that I have to go get a coffee in the morning or I need an energy drink. I wish I could change my uh, shopping spree habits where every time I get out of debt, I then go refill my credit card. Like we all have these habits in our lives that we wish we could break. And so today I'm excited to just talk about this topic of like, man, it's the challenge to change. It's, it's a challenge to actually experience change in our lives. It's difficult to readjust our habits in the way that we live, the way that we work. Um, and so I think as we dive into this topic, I just think it's important to like set the tone that um, change is hard. Like change is really, really hard. Um, I've, I've, I know in my own personal life, um, the ability or really the inability to change has actually been one of the greatest sources of frustration, one of the greatest sources of anxiety in my life where I'm like, I know what I want to do, but I don't do it. I literally think of Paul and that's, that's what he says in scripture. He goes, I do the thing I don't want to do and then don't do the thing I do want to do. And I can't help but think that like that is the epitome of so many of us in our lives and in our finances where we go, I did the thing I didn't want to do. I spent more money than I made again. I didn't follow my budget again. I let a month go by and I didn't even look at the bank account because I was too afraid to again. And uh, so today I want to talk about this. I want to talk about how challenging change can be, but I want to talk about really the uh, process that we can go through of changing our habits, how habits work, and hopefully give you some tools that you can put into your life to begin to experience some change in your finances and in the way that you work with money in your life. And so the the first thing that I think is worth talking about is really understanding what habits are and how they work. And so I don't want to get too scientific, um, but really when we think about habits, uh, there's a lot of science around it. But when we think about it, um, habits usually are formed and kind of like live out in like three phases where... um, Great, great teaching around this, but you can you can read up on it. But it talks about how our habits are usually lived out because there's a cue. There's something that happens in our life that it's a cue to do the thing. We then have our established routine. So that's like the, the fundamental basis of our routine. And most of our habits and most of our routines, um, we are attracted to them because it ends in a reward. And so if we understand that these are the three things that are in our lives that um, cause us to live in these bad habits, um, 
we can really reverse engineer these things and start going, man, how can I stop myself from living in these things? Or how can I replace them and create new rewards or create new routines, create new cues in my life? And so I think that those are like, that's the thing to break down here is if you're trying to break the bad habit of spending, insert your vice here, like insert your like, I can't stop spending energy drinks, uh, stop spending money on energy drinks. And I'm consistently met and confronted with the fact that every morning that I take the kids to school, so some days my wife does it and some days I do it, but every day I leave the house, I drive by the same QT that has all of my favorite energy drinks. And so I have this powerful cue. There's a QT. I'm tired in the morning. What helps me feel less tired? A beautiful energy drink. Oh, look, there's... Uh, an opportunity to go do my routine. So I drop the kids off and then on my way home, I'm passing by the QT once again and embrace my routine. And I park in my usual parking spot that's on the north side of the building and go buy my energy drink. And then I get into the car and there's the beautiful reward of a brand new can being opened. It's sweet. It's delightful. It's cold. It's perfect. I feel the caffeine hit my bloodstream. And here we are again me spending 250 on a energy drink. Luckily, we build it into our budget, but that is my vice that I'm trying to break through. So what's your cue? What's your cue to, to the shopping ha- shopping sprees that you do? What's the cue where you feel like you deserve a vacation when it's not in the budget? What's the cue that you need to address in your life and go, I need to change the things that are prompting this? And so if you're like me, if it's the gas station, if it's, if it's the thing that you drive by, um, I can easily actually take one, right turn earlier and never pass that gas station. That would be one easy way that you can reverse the queue. Um, when I think about like some of the cues for like those that, um, cope with stress, uh, they, they go on shop, they go shop. Um, so that's, that's their outlet. I go, how can you either reduce some of the stress in your life or create the new routine? So now we get into a, a routine pattern where we go, man, if you know that every Saturday, um, after payday, so payday hits on Friday and you know on the Saturday afterwards is like, oh, let's, we just got money. Let's go spend it. You just had the queue. We got paid. Oh, well, let's not change that queue, but let's change the routine. So if you know every Saturday after payday, you want to go frivolously spend and go buy furniture or go buy that new thing or go go shop, do the thing to like spend more money. It's my, my encouragement is go, hey, change the routine. You just got paid. What if instead of going out the moment you got paid to go spend money, what if you went to the ATM or you did a bank transfer and you transferred $500 to another savings account and that became your routine? That every time you got paid, you automatically started saving instead of going shopping. That is a really practical way that you can create a new routine in your life to have the reward that you want. So now we get into the actual aftermath, right? So the reward is, no, I have money and savings. I don't have the clothes. Um, and, and we actually have to work on the rewiring of these habits that we have in our lives because every single time I can tell you, I want the energy drink. It's refreshing. It's delicious. It's delightful. It's a reward. But what the greater reward is me going to bed on time, which means I can go to the gym and actually be healthy. And then I can actually have like a vitality and an energy level that's not predicated by my addiction to caffeine. It's actually predicated by just good decision-making that leads to the resorts, rewards and the results that I actually want. And I think that these are just some of the just critical pathways to habits in our lives. And so these are three great things, but I think um, really 
the the next layer of this, and I think actually is the most powerful layer, is understanding that if we want to experience change in our lives and experience change in our finances, um, we actually have to begin to shift our identity and our personal beliefs about ourselves associated with those things. And so now that we understand how habits are formed, how we work in them, how they operate, this just kind of like pattern of, of and cycle of like there's a cue, there's a routine, there's a reward. What I found is while we can look at these three things, I think they're very practical, tactical things that we can do, like I just talked about. What I found is actually when it came to my journey of experiencing change and um, transformation, both in my finances and in my personal life, it really was attached to this idea of a shift in my identity, a shift in my personal perspective of myself. And that that is actually one of the number one ways to experience lasting change in your lives. Um, I actually found this in the book, Atomic Habits. And so if you're looking for some new habits or breaking off old habits in anything along this topic, I encourage you, go buy the book, Atomic Habits, read it, listen to it. It honestly was probably one of the best books I've read in the last three years. Um, And so do yourself a favor and go read it. But um, one of the most powerful points that I got out of that book that really began to shape and change my life was this topic, was the ability to change my identity and my perspective of myself that actually dictated the behaviors that I wanted to live out and the habits I wanted to live out. And so he presents this really powerful premise where he goes, hey, if you want to, if you want to be physically fit, like you, you want to be the type of, like you, you want to go to the gym, you want to work out, you have this like new health, like kick that you're on. That's always a great, like new year's, oh, new year, new, new me. Um, so oftentimes like people have these ideas of like, oh, I want this new habit or I want to break this old habit, but we don't actually know how to like live that out. And what's powerful is he goes, don't, don't be a person that has a goal to go to the gym. He goes, no, no, no. Begin to change your identity identity to the, I'm a person that goes to the gym. Like I am the type of person that goes to the gym. I'm the type of person that eats healthy. I'm the type of person that budgets. I'm the type of person that invests. I'm the type of person that embraces delayed gratification because I want a bigger, brighter future tomorrow better than a smaller today. And this for me was honestly life-changing. I read this book right when I was in the midst of really wanting to tackle my health, really start to hit the gym, take care of my body, um, and really begin to go like, hey, I, I want to do this seriously. I've, I've started the gym. I've done it for a month, two, three, maybe four months, and then fallen off the wagon. Give me six months until I'm unhappy with myself again and restart the cycle. And uh, I've done that for five, six, seven years. And, uh, and finally, I made up my mind as I read this book. I go, oh, I have had that as my identity. I'm the type of person that goes to the gym sometimes and I'm kind of athletic and I luckily have a fast metabolism. So I just like, I'll figure it out. Well, the moment I began to shape my thinking and my belief in my identity, I was started going, no, no, no. I'm the type of person that goes to the gym at least four times a week. I'm the type of person that shows up even when I don't want to. I'm the type of person that is going to take care of his body because I care about my health, my fitness, and me being able to be like physically active when I'm in my later years of life where I'm picking up my grandkids and running with them and chasing them. And so as that became my identity, it became the thing where it's like, no, I'm just showing up because this is who I am. It's not a thing I do. It's who I am. And so part of your financial journey, you're going to have to start embracing that identity shift where you go, oh, I don't budget. No, 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 no. I'm the type of person that budgets. I'm not a person that that's trying to save. I am a person that does save, that this is part of my identity. Um, that's why I love when, when talking to people, even just about our personal journey, I go, oh, no, no, who, who we are, what we do. Yeah. We're big givers. Like we really believe in giving and that's who we are. We're givers. We're generous. Um, we're investors. 
We do real estate investing. We invest in um, real estate. We invest in business. We invest in our, our lives. We invest in our family. That's who we are. We're investors. Um, investing isn't something I do. It's who I am. And when you grab a hold of that, it just begins to change your thinking and it makes it actually so much easier because you just go, oh, this is, I'm, I'm actually back to the beginning where we talked about 80% of our decisions are actually based on habit and autopilot. That's exactly what begins to happen where I go, oh, I don't have to, I don't have to make the decision to invest. That's just who I am. I don't have to make the decision to budget. It's just who I am because I've now created this habit in my life that is attached to my identity. And so um, begin your journey, begin to shape your identity in your finances to reflect who you know you can be and who you want to be. Um, and don't just make it an aspiration of like a habit you hope you pick up. So while we can reverse engineer our habit cycle and, and kind of like that cue, the routine, the reward, and we can begin to shape our identity, I think another tool I'd love to give to you and talk to you about um, is really just the ability to set goals in your finances and your life. So we actually just did a podcast on this and talking about um, having vision, having a financial plan and having some goals. But I just encourage you, man, I, I love goal setting. Um, some people aren't for it, but I love goal settings. There's nothing that like gets me more pumped in my finances when I start setting goals um, because I always create like rewards attached to them. So that's like a little hack for you. But if you're looking to create some like change in your finances, uh, you actually have to have a goal. You have to have to know what you're going for. And so um, I remember that like, this has just been our lifelong journey of going, man, what's our next financial goal? And so I remember when we were first married and we were, uh, both in college and both getting out of debt and we like, we're on our journey. Um, I remember us setting this goal and we're like, yo, how cool would it be if we had 10 grand in savings? And at the time that was crazy money for us as like broke college kids. And so that was the goal. And so we, like went out of our way to go like, man, how are we saving money? Man, we didn't even pay for internet at our first apartment. Like we literally like had schoolwork due. We would go drive to a Starbucks, get a water to save money and borrow their Wi-Fi to submit our quizzes or our papers because we literally just were like, yo, we, we aren't going to pay for Wi-Fi because we have these goals. We're trying to get our savings account to a point because we wanted to buy a house. And so we had all of these goals. And so that was the thing. It was like, oh, cool. We got 10 grand. Well, hey, we're actually on our journey and our pathway. Like, yo, we could, we could, almost, we could go do a down payment on a house. And that just began our journey of like, yo, goal after goal after goal, actually begin to create change in our habits, change in the way that we viewed our money and the way that we operated in them. And so I go like, if you don't have a goal for your money, you're going to find that money just fly off into the ether. Um, and I know that from personal experience and, Every time we have lost vision, we've lost sight of our goals. Um, anytime we've got like a big pay raise and we didn't have like a plan or a purpose to it, it's amazing. You're like, we made two more grand this month, but it just disappeared. Like we don't even know where the money went. Um, and like we track our budget, so we know where it went, but we realize, oh, we just even have a goal for it. But the moment we go like, oh, no, no. If we start saving now, we have this trip. We're going to fly to California in September. We're going here. We're going there. We want to do this. We want to invest more in the hack your finances. We want to like do the X, Y, Z. We can actually start doing that because we have goals. And so I just encourage you, if you don't have any, um, get them. And if you feel like your finances are just like too much in a hole to set some goals, like guess what? That's a goal. Like start filling the hole that you dug. So if you're buried in debt, make that your goal. Like, hey, I'm pumped to cut up this credit card and paid off because 25% interest ain't going to happen. 
Um, start setting those goals. Start grabbing a hold of something that's going to encourage you to run towards the things um, that are going to propel your financials um, and your financial journey. And so one of the last things I want to hit on is really talking about getting a new perspective when it comes to our new habits in our lives and really our finances. Um, because our finances, it's one of those things where people want to embrace this habit of budgeting or habit of saving, a habit of delayed gratification. And they start to do that. But they don't change their perspective on it. And so the thing that's actually going to lead to a really great, sweet future actually feels really bitter in the moment. And it's because we haven't actually shifted our perspective of the thing that we're doing. And so going back to the gym example, if I just look at the gym as this grueling thing that I have to do because I want to be healthy, and if I don't do it, then I'm not going to be fit. Like you can hear the tone of my language where you're like, well, that doesn't sound very exciting. That doesn't sound very encouraging. Well, that's honestly how a lot of people, when they start the habit of budgeting, saving, investing, delayed gratification, that's exactly how they go. They're like, oh, we're on a budget now, and now we don't get to go out to eat every night, and I don't get to go buy the clothes I wanted to buy. And you're like, yo, I can, like when people talk about their budget that way, I go, you ain't going to budget very long um, because their perspective is so negative of it. Uh, you're not going to embrace that negative experience. But when you begin to shape your perspective and shape your vantage point of the thing you're trying to do, it begins to unlock things. And so when you start going, oh, no, no, we're on a budget because we know that we want to build a bright future for our kids. We know that we are like saving money because we're buying our house. We're buying an investment property. We're buying a short-term rental down in Arizona because we want to have a swimming pool and go visit there and make some uh, money on the side with it. Like those are the kind of goals where you go, oh, that budgeting thing sounds exciting. Like that's what you're doing with your money. When you start delaying gratification and people go like, oh, why don't you go do that thing? Like you guys make money. And we're like, no, no, no. Like we're delaying the thing we want for the thing we want more. And so that's a big, big shift in perspective. And um, unfortunately I can't do that for you, but you can do that for you. And so the things in your finances that feel grueling, the things that feel frustrating, that don't feel like they bring life to you, um, I just encourage you to start asking that question, like, man, how do I change my perspective around these things so that I actually feel the enjoyment that I should feel attached to it? Because once you do that, this is like the hack of all hacks. Like once you begin to shape the habit and change your perspective of it, you actually begin to like love the change that you just implemented in your life. And you go, I couldn't imagine any other way. So wrapping my fitness example, I am now almost two years into consistently going to the gym roughly four times a week. Like that's my like minimum goal. And it's funny at this point in life, I can't like, it's hard for me to imagine life of not going to the gym in the morning at 5am. And people go like, that sounds crazy. And I'm like, it's crazy when I don't do it. Like it's bad days when I don't do it because it's become so much a part of me. And I love it. I stinking love it. Like I love going to the gym now. And it's the thing that like brings me life and is like part of my sanity check. Um, I used to hate running a budget. And now, because of the process and the perspective shift and change, it's actually something that I love that every month, like we're gearing up. Like I actually, we just like pulled up our budget for January and it's currently August. Um, if that tells you how much, how much I'm nerding out about it, but I'm like, I'm so pumped to see that like, if we crush our budget here in October and we have generosity here and we're doing this and like the impact we're going to make. And then by January, like if we run the play, we're going to give a lot, we're going to serve a lot and we're going to save a lot. This is stinking exciting. Like those are the things like, I hope that you, as you listen to this podcast, feel encouraged to go, Oh, 
I can experience change. I can experience change in my perspective of budgeting, of saving, of investing, of my finances, that this doesn't have to be a grueling thing, but can be something that's so exciting, that's life-giving and impactful to the life and the world around you. And so lastly, uh, I just want to encourage you, uh, the final point when it comes to change and the challenge of change, and uh, it's something I think it is sometimes overlooked, especially in our finances, is this powerful word called accountability. That's right, accountability. And uh, man, there is something special about bringing people along in your financial journey. And uh, it can be hard. Man, I can tell you, um, finances and talking about money is is tough. It's hard. I, I uh, recently read a study that said that people would rather talk about their sex life than they would about their financial circumstances. And I literally thought of that. And I was like, that is so crazy that people would rather talk about their sex life than where their money's at. And, that, and I, that to me revealed something, that people's perspective of month, money is so intimate that, that, it's, it's, that people literally look at their finances more intimately than they do their own sex life. And so I go, man, if you want to experience change, start to bring people in on that journey and begin to go, hey, this is where I'm at and here are my goals. Here are where I'm trying to go. And when people go, they want to cheer you on. That's why I found every time I brought people along this journey, I actually like love sharing this process now because it's really exciting. And I have friends that go like, oh, if this is the thing you're driving towards, then these are the decisions you need to make. Like, hey, I want to help you be accountable to the things that you say you want to do. Um, so that's my encouragement to you is find that close friend or family member or people in your life that you can bring along in your financial journey and go, hey, this is where we're at. We're, we're maybe not proud about where we're at, but we're super pumped about where we're going. And I want to share with you where I'm at today. And I'd love for you to check in with me and see how I'm doing with my budget. Talk to me about how I'm doing with my debt and me paying it off. If, if it's talking about like, hey, I want to get into more investment properties. I've got, I, this is one of the things I love. I've got a buddy in my life um, who I know is going to constantly ask me, hey, what are you doing on real estate? And I'm like, well, it's not my number one priority right now, but I'm looking, I'm always on, I'm always on the lookout for, for the next thing. And you have to have people in your life that are encouraging you and challenging you to embrace the more that God has for you and the more that you know is inside you. And, uh, and so today I just encourage you, I know the, the, it's challenging to change. I know it's hard to change your habits, to break habits, um, and to pick up new ones. But what I know is that if you want to embrace the fullness that God has for your finances, it starts with our habits. It starts with our consistent routine of how we handle money. And uh, there's some routines and habits that I'm excited that people will grab a hold of from listening to this. And I think there's people that are going to start going, hey, I'm going to make it part of my routine to start tithing every time I get paid. There's people that are going to make a routine where they go, hey, instead of going to the shopping spree every time I get paid, I'm actually going to start saving some money. That there is going to be some new, fresh routines and habits made because you're listening to this podcast and you're embracing these simple but powerful tools in your life. And so, hey, I hope today's uh, conversation has encouraged you. I hope it helped equip you to make some change, to implement some new habits in your life. And uh, my encouragement to you, if this podcast has been encouraging to you, if you've been listening to it, um, and, and I'd love for you to drop a review on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you're listening, and leave us a, re a review, leave us a comment. We'd love to hear what is resonating with you, what's making a difference, and leave a review even if you're like, hey, I don't like what you said. We want to hear your feedback because it matters a lot to us, and uh, we're just here to serve you and hope this podcast is encouraging. So we love you guys and uh, super excited that you're joining us in this journey. Make sure you hit subscribe, and we'll see you in the next episode. Mm -hmm.